Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. I was having a conversation the other day about how we have Holy Spirit in us. And part of the point of that is he's in us in order for him to overflow out of us. And I've heard it said he leaks out of us or oozes or sloshes out onto other people. Well, (laughs) those awkward terms, they got me thinking. I prefer to say Holy Spirit spills out onto others because you are so full of him, you can't contain him. Around that time, I was watching a gardening show. They were talking about the fill and the spill. If you're a gardener, you probably know that term. But if not, it means whatever you put in the center of your pot is called the fill. And then the spill is the plants that grow over the edges and sometimes touch the ground and sprawl out everywhere. God is the original, the OG of gardening. Of course, in Genesis, there's the well-known Garden of Eden. God is the master gardener. John 15 verse 1 says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So let's talk about the fill and the spill. The fill is for you and the spill is for others. Ephesians 5.18 says, Don't be drunk with wine because it will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 verses 3 and 4, They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in tongues as the Spirit enabled. Psalm 23 5, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. So what's in your cup? Are you filled with Holy Spirit? The overflow is for others, uplifting words that you get from God and share with other people around you, how God sees them. Psalm 139.18 says, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is their sum! If I were to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, I am still with you. If you are filling up on Holy Spirit, then good things will come out. God has as many thoughts as the sand. That's what should be spilling out, those words and those thoughts that God has towards others, situations, circumstances around you. The life of a prophetic person, and we are all prophetic. We all hear from God, some more than others, but don't count yourself out. Paul said, I wish that you would all prophesy. As prophetic people, we naturally have visions, inner visions in your spirit's eye or outer open visions from God, or he gives us a thought or a word in our mind or spirit. Luke 6.45 says, The good man brings good things out of the good treasure of his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil treasure of his heart. For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And then the NIV version says, What the heart is full of the mouth speaks. Matthew 15, 18 says, but what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart and this defiles a person. Proverbs 4, 23, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Another version says, for it determines the course of your life. That's interesting. What is your heart full of? What are you filling up on? Out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what are you speaking? That is the spill. If you are speaking life and you've got healthy fill, the spill will be life-giving. If you're speaking death or negative things, 
that's telltale that you aren't getting filled with the right stuff. Okay, this is going to sound a bit gross, but I felt like God said to use this analogy. If you've ever had a really bad wound that has gotten infected, then you know that they can't just treat the wound and send you on your way. They actually have to pack it with medical gauze. If they don't, it will fill up with like nasty infection. Yuck. I know this is uncomfortable. It's gross. We don't like this kind of stuff. But especially if you are healing from something in your soul, you have to replace it with Holy Spirit. You have to be filled up with him or something else will creep in and that nasty stuff will spill out. Instead, we want the Lord spilling out of us, right? Luke 11, and this is Jesus speaking, he says, When an impure spirit comes out of a person, it goes through arid places, seeking rest and does not find it. Then it says, I will return to the house I left. When it arrives, it finds the house swept clean and put in order. Then it goes and takes seven other spirits more wicked than itself, and they go in and live there. And the final condition of that person is worse than the first. This is not about a house clean and swept, although I love a clean house. Come on, somebody. No, this is about people. If you aren't filled up on Holy Spirit, we're empty and vulnerable to attack. Get your fill on. Stay filled up. Don't leave your pot empty or guess what? Weeds just automatically grow. You don't have to plant them, but you do have to intentionally plant good seeds and good plants. I was worshiping recently in a small group and the Lord gave me this verse. It's Matthew 3:10. It says the axe is already at the root of the trees and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. I was like, that's a powerful verse, Lord. What are you showing me right now? And you know, you can look at this verse in a couple of different ways. This is John the Baptist speaking. And the long of the short is, I don't care who you think you are. If you don't have Jesus, you don't have what you need and you're going to get cut down and thrown into the fire. It's all about him. I'm paraphrasing, of course, <laughs> but it's a great chapter. Read the whole thing later when you get a chance. But another way to consider verse 10 specifically is God cares far too much for us to allow things in our life that do not produce fruit. It's very important to him. Adam and Eve in Genesis 128, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply. So he's willing to help us cut down whatever needs to be cut down. Whatever altars we've created, he wants them gone so we can produce fruit. Sometimes we've been filling up on garbage and it's like the Lord needs to swoop in and cut some stuff off at the root and replant. We need to welcome that. But if we are proactive and use preventative care, then things won't get that bad if we stay filled up with Holy Spirit's presence, that new wine. You know, our health insurance isn't that amazing, but one good thing is preventative care is free. You get one annual free checkup, which is much easier than waiting until you're sick to go in and then deal with a problem. Instead, stay healthy. That's far better than getting sick, than having to heal. So stay filled, get filled, then get filled again. Acts 4 verse 31 Peter and John, they had been put in jail, then let out, but threatened to never speak about Jesus again. And they went back to their people and they prayed that God would give them more boldness and signs and wonders. And this is verse 31. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. And then at the end of that verse in my Bible, I just wrote again because that's not the first time that had happened. So how do I fill up? 
Lots of ways. Some are obvious. Worship. Read the word. Do activations with the Lord. Speak in tongues. Pray in supernatural, perfect prayer with Holy Spirit. It's like drinking Red Bull for your spirit. Now, I don't recommend Red Bull. (laughs) I'm just saying it's a similar effect, only healthy. Red Bull used to have a slogan, and maybe they still do, but it says, Red Bull gives you wings. I will say that praying in tongues or praying in the spirit actually does seem to give you wings in the spirit. It lifts you up like nothing else. It strengthens your spirit. It activates you in the kingdom. So speaking of activates, let's activate what we're talking about. So prepare yourself to receive from Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, what do you want to fill me with today? Holy Spirit, what do you want to fill me with today? Whether you got a blast of power or you heard the word wisdom or felt joy and laughter rise up, whatever you sense, if we are serious about living a powerful kingdom life, we should actually be doing this activation every day and be getting filled up. And hey, as we wrap up, if you know someone who could use a good filling, share this podcast, be the spill, freely you have received, freely give, spread the fill to someone else so they can spill too. Toddlers have sippy cups, but as they get older, they can manage real cups without spilling. Usually there are still some times that they do, and I swear every kid hits an awkward phase where they spill everything. They were fine since they were like five years old. Then all of a sudden at like eight, you can't take them to a restaurant because you know that they're going to (laughs) spill. I remember going through that myself as a kid, and my kids did it too. Anyway, spills can be awkward, and if this concept of spilling Holy Spirit or kingdom encouragement, etc. onto others is new to you, when you first start, it might feel awkward, but you'll get used to it pretty quickly because you were made for it. Ephesians 2.10, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is a part of those good works. One more thing on being that spill to others. If you are in ministry especially and feel burned out, overwhelmed on a regular basis, that's not normal. Everyone has bad days, but consistent burnout, that's not supposed to be a regular part of ministry. If it is for you, it could be because you're missing the fill. You can't give what you don't have. One time I was with my niece and her kids driving by a bunch of stores, and my great niece, who was like three at the time, she pointed at a store and she goes, I went to that store. I got nothing. (laughs) We all laughed so hard about that and it stuck. So we're still saying, I got nothing here and there. And we're just laughing about it. But if you feel like you've been going to the Lord, but you got nothing, something is wrong. Get some help. Get your fill on. Regroup and refocus. You minister out of overflow, not lack. Don't just keep pushing through, avoiding the problem. If you do that, you're not helping yourself or the people you are serving. Get back to the source, the living water, not that murky water of ministry that you feel like you're drowning in. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but someone out there needs to hear this. Quit going through the motions and get back to the reason why you started doing ministry in the first place. Him. It's all about Him, and it starts with you and Him communing. If you aren't connected to the vine, you can't lead someone else to get connected. That is a form of religion without power, and that doesn't work. 
So reconnect to your power source. In him, we move, we breathe, and we have our being. That's Acts 17, 28. Nothing else matters. He is the source of life. So how can I spill to others? Give someone a good word, encourage them, invite them to get into the word with you. Like we talked about earlier, take a moment and share this podcast. Ask the Lord who could benefit from hearing this. Maybe one person or maybe 10 people. But this is a part of the spill, sharing the things that God has used to lift you up, to fill you up. Your spill causes a ripple and it reaches many, many others with the gospel. Jesus said, go and make disciples of all nations. So start with your own nation. We need it. Start with your own family, your own friends, coworkers, everyone around you. Be the spill.